Sota Daf Mem Dalad Amud Aleph, overcoming our demons, Hayarei Verach Halevav. Our biggest fears are not the fears of things outside of us. Usually we think that's what we're afraid of, there. Rockets being being fired at us from Gaza, and if one's in the line of fire, one's afraid. What are you afraid of? You're afraid of the rockets being fired from Gaza. Uh, but that's not the biggest source of fear. The biggest source of fear is the fear within us. And the avoido, the, the practice, the work of overcoming the fears of ourselves, the fears within us, is the avoido of, of bitachon. Of, of faith in Hashem and trust in Hashem. Let's see how we work this out from the from the Gemara. We're still busy on the pasuk in Perik Chofan in uh, Devorim and Pasha Shoftim. The police, the Shotrim, continue to speak to the people after the Kohen has given his little speech. Then the the Shotrim come and they speak. Who is afraid and of of soft heart? So this is a study in fear. What greater fear is there than the fear of war when the soldier is about to go into battle? That's the moment of the greatest fear. And this parasha is a study in fear. Anybody who has this fear and is soft of heart, should go home. And he should not melt the hearts of his, of his fellow soldiers the way his own heart is melted. Says our Mishnah on Daf Memdalad Amul Aleph on this posuk, we have a machlokis Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yossi Aglili, which we've learned already. That Rabbi Akiva says it means literally somebody is afraid. Rabbi Yossi Aglili says, "Zeh min ha'averot This is talking about a person who's afraid of his own averot, things he's done wrong. And that's why the Torah includes the others. It's not really because the big issue is about the person who's planted the the vineyard, the person who's bought a house. It's just to include it all in one group so that an individual will not be embarrassed to pull out. If the only reason to pull out was because you've done Averot, you've done things wrong, then everybody who pulls out will be revealing himself as a sinner. But now that there's a whole group of different people, there are different reasons why you might be pulling out. If somebody pulls out, you don't know the reason that he's pulling out for. So as to encourage him to pull out. Rashi says, Since yare means he's afraid of his wrongdoings, the Torah includes the building or the planting or the becoming betrothed to all together, so that people will assume the reason for his pulling out is one of these other reasons. And he won't be afraid of admitting to himself that was he's afraid of all the Averis in his in his hands, and therefore the he will pull out. We want him to pull out. We don't want somebody in the group, we don't want somebody in the army who's afraid of the Averot Shebiado because that could damage everybody else. We want him to pull out. Not only do we want him to pull out, but the Ramban brings a Bal Halochas Gedolish. Remember, the Bahag is one of the first Halochas for him that we've got written by the, in the time of the Goenim. And the Bahag says, Mitzvat Lotase. This is a Mitzvah Lotase. Shuv. You're not allowed to stay back. You, you, you've got to pull out. And if you don't pull out, you're over. That's an Avera. Because by not pulling out, you're going to be afraid in battle and that'll be worse. You want to pull out before we go to battle, that's fine. But to pull out once we're in battle, that would be serious. We don't want that to happen.
So much so that the Mishnah goes on to say that when the police were finished, they used to, they used to to put soldiers, guards, in the front of the army and at the back. And they had axes. They They had an axe in their hand. And if once they went out to battle, people deserted and left the army, they can chop the person's leg off if they want to. There was, there was no limit to their authority in dealing with deserters. If you wanted to pull out before, there's the opportunity to do that for the various reasons we've dealt with, but not to pull out once you're in the middle of it. Why should Chilat Nisa Nefilah, as the Gemara says further on, it corrects it, because the beginning of Nefilah is Nisa, the beginning, this is such an important phrase, because in learning here about fear, we're not just learning about going to war. We're not just talking about that. We're talking about all fears, about overcoming fear within oneself, about being able to go into, into risky situations. How do you deal with that? How do you do that? The thing is to understand that Chilat Nefilah, the beginning of collapse is Nisa, is running away. That's the beginning of collapse. That phrase, if we would all understand that phrase and remind ourselves every single day, the beginning of, colla- of, of collapse is running away. Running away from who? Running away from ourselves. It's running away from ourselves. Our failures are usually not caused by forces outside of ourselves. Our failures are not caused by other people challenging us. Our failures are usually caused by the fears within us that we don't confront and deal with and embrace and work with. Instead, we run away. When we run away from our own weaknesses, when we run away from our own fears, that's tchilat nefilah. That's the beginning of collapse. And the, the, the Mishnah brings psukim to prove it. And then it's, uh, the, there's a machlokis in there as to whether this is milchemes rishus dafka or milchemes mitzvah, which the, the Rambam paskins is dafka milchemes rishus and so on. Says the Merume Soda, says the, the Nitziv, why do we give these soldiers the authority to chop off the legs of people? It's a terrible thing. Somebody's running away from, from, the, from the battle and you chop his legs off. Why? Because this is because you're endangering the lives of other people. Your own fears are infectious. Fear is infectious. And you don't have the right to infect the army with your fears. You've got a problem. That's your problem. You should have dealt with that before we went to battle. Now that we're on our way to battle, you don't have the right to infect others and we have to protect others. This is not a punishment. We're not punishing you for deserting. We're protecting the people who've remained in the army so as not to be infected by the fears that you're putting out there. Even though he's not doing it deliberately, he's not endangering anybody's life deliberately, he's afraid, Nebuch, he's got fear. He has an unbelievable chidush that the, the Netziv deduces from the Gomorrah in Sanhedrin where it says, even if a katan is rodef, even if the person who's endangering the life of another is a child, you kill the child. Because this isn't about punishment. You say, the child's not a baronshi, you can't. Can you kill a child? It's not about killing the child, it's about protecting the innocent person. And whether the, what's causing, the, the, what's risking the innocent person's life uh, is a snake or a dog or a human, 
You've got to get rid of the danger. If there's no other way to do it apart from killing them, then you have to kill them. And so here too, we're not interested in whether the person deserting the army is is doing it deliberately is or isn't doing it deliberately. We're not interested in that. What we're interested in is people's lives are at risk. He's spreading fear. And in order to, to stop the spreading of fear, these soldiers are given this enormous authority. Um, and the, the, the Rambam talks about Uh, about what it is, and, and the beautiful Rambam in Halochet Tesvov of Perik Zion, he says, Once you get into the war, then you've got to do it with all your heart. You're not allowed to think of your wife and your children and your family. You can't think about them when you're at war. You've got to be focused on the war, and anybody who isn't focused on the war is committing a lot of say, a negative transgression. If because of the fear he's spreading, the war is unsuccessful, he's to blame. He carries that defeat on his shoulders. From our posuk that you're not allowed to cause fear in other people, and if you do that, that's on you. And anybody who fights with all their heart and is not afraid, and all his intention in the fighting the war is Kiddush Hashem, he's doing the right thing, he's doing what Hashem wants him to do. There's a promise that he will not come to any harm or any damage. He'll build a good home in Yisrael. He'll have a wonderful life. He'll have olam haba. If you're doing it for the right reason and without fear and with total trust in Hashem, there's a promise that this will turn out well. And again, we're not only talking about war. We're talking about the battles we walk into every morning of our lives as we walk out of shul in the morning and we begin the battles of the day. This is a daily thing. If we're able to go into the into it with proper bitochen and without fear, and and to understand, we'll see in a moment what the what we have to do to achieve that. There, there's a promise that Rebbeinu Shalom makes amazing things happen. A wonderful, wonderful coincidences start to happen, and things fit into fit into place, and we're surrounded by a protective force. If we can just go about our, our work in that particular way. And the Orachaim says, an, uh, it's an amazing piece of Orachaim based on a Zohar, which I happened to be learning a, a few days ago. The Orachaim says, on our Gemorrah, learning from Rabbi Yossi Aglili, even though we don't paschal like Rabbi Yossi Aglili, but we learn a lot from him. Anybody who has done Averot, which means all of us, their heart is afraid, the charet, who are you afraid of? Look at that word in the Orachayim, me'atzmo, you're afraid of yourself. That's the cause of the fear. You're afraid that you're going to trip yourself up. That's what you're afraid of. And even if you don't know that you've got done any Averot, says the Orachaim, the fact that you're feeling afraid is proof that there are Averot. When you're feeling fear, you know there's something wrong. You know there's vulnerability. You know you've done something wrong. You know there are Averot. That's the nature of fear. The, as the Zohar says in Parashas Miketz, There are people who are afraid. They don't know what they're afraid of. They just feel fearful. It's for those little things that we've done wrong 
and you don't even know you've done them wrong. The Gemara, our Gemara says you spoke between Tefillin Shorosh or Tefillin Shiach Rosh, or you spoke between Baruch Shomer and Yishtabach. Little things that we do and we don't even realize how serious they are, but they cause fear. Even subconsciously, you don't even realize, but they cause fear. Fear is caused by personal inadequacies. That's the cause of fear. So what are we meant to do about that? Says the, uh, what we're meant to do about that is, is to remove the, the source of the fear. What is the source of the fear? Averot, this is a, this is a major chiddush. Where do we hear such thing? The, the source of fear is Averot. The source of fear are things I've done wrong. I know I'm not, I'm not pure. I know I'm not perfect. That's the source. If I knew I was perfect, I would be able to have proper bitochen. I could rely on the miracles that Hashem would do for me. So what do you do? But the fact is, we've all done these Averot, as we learned yesterday and the day before. So the answer is the Gemara in Kiddushin. If a man says, if a man says, here, I'm giving you this, uh, this ring and I'm marrying you, but there's a condition to the marriage, provided I am a tzaddik. If I'm a tzaddik, you're married to me. The Lord says, Mekudeshit, we say it's a valid marriage. Shema hirher b'tshuva. Maybe at that moment, he had a moment of tshuva. So you see that it's possible. How do you deal with the fact that there are verot? It, it, it links Ilan to what you asked me yesterday or, yesterday or the day before. Why don't we just tell him, do tshuva? And I said, you can't tell somebody to do tshuva. But a person can do tshuva from, the, from themselves, from within themselves. And just to have a moment of tshuva, if one's going into a dangerous situation, or you're going into a challenging situation, in day-to-day life, it doesn't have to be a war. To, to be able to say, I'm feeling afraid. Why am I feeling afraid? Says the Orachayim, the Zohar, why am I feeling afraid? Because I've done things wrong. Sure, I've done things wrong. We all have. At this moment, I do tshuva. I regret what I've done wrong. I commit myself to the Rebbeinu Shalom. I want to do only which is, that which is right. I want to be pure in my thoughts, in my deeds, in, in my moods. I want, to be, I want to be pure in everything I do. At this moment, that's where I am. Shema hirherbi tshuva. At that moment, it's a tzaddik amur. That's the way to deal with, with fear. You deal with fear through tshuva. You can't deal with fear by removing the illusionary cause of the fear because it is just an illusionary cause. The real cause is within us. And if we can elevate ourselves above the fears, you can't get rid of the fear. You can just elevate yourself above the fear and leave the fear behind. That's something that we can do. And the way we elevate ourselves above the fear is, is to, it's through Teshuvah. And then we can come to the point, as the Rambam says, where we can trust on the fact that the Rebbe Shalom will do amazing nisim. Uh, for us. Um, because if we're not, as there, there's a beautiful Ramban on the Posuk as well, which you should look at. When the Kohen has promised you that all will be well, you're lacking in Bitachon. That's the biggest Avera of all. What does the fear mean? I'm afraid. What are you afraid of? means you're not trusting Hashem. That's the biggest Avera. So if you can fix that, if you can get over your mistrust of Hashem or your lack of trust in Hashem, because there won't be miracles if you don't trust in Hashem. The only way there can be a miracle. If you feel that close to connection to Hashem. So, so what's the method? the method? If we say what we learn from here is that our biggest fears are within us. It's overcoming our own demons. How do we do that? We realize the cause of our fear are the things we might have done wrong. What do we do about that? We do a moment of Teshuvah. What do we do without the Shuvah? Once we've done our moment of Shuvah, we connect to Hashem. We feel trust in Hashem's word and Hashem's promise. And then we go about our daily business and we have brochen. We have a special brochen and that's that the Rebbe Shalom promises us and takes care of us because of the fact that we care for Kiddush Hashem. We get to do His will and to make His name great. <laughs>